How are you, Lisa Sinclair? How do you think I am? I think you're bored. Yes. I think you're going stir crazy. Yes. And possibly a bit teary. Correct. Mm. Tick, 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 tick. Uh, yes, we're still in lockdown. We're still doing this on Skype. Yes. You are still telling me not to move my head because it makes the sound go funny. Yeah. Some things never change. Um, yes. So um, we are... What is it? Episode twenty-three. Who it's, would know? It's twenty-three. What day is it? It's twenty-three <laughs> of the podcast. Playing devil's avocado. That's right. That's right. You are Claire Isaac, and I am Lisa Sinclair. Correct. What's on the show today? On the show today, we we can ask. Big question today is: How are you going? With a little head tilt. How are you going? Um, as we all struggle through, it was probably the biggest lockdown Australia's been in, isn't it? Something like 13 million are now in lockdown across yeah. the country. Um, I feel like we're where Europe was and America was a year ago. Yeah. You know. Anyway, we'll yeah. talk about that. So that's jolly, isn't it? And various various elements of that we've yeah. got some culture club, culture club. club we've got some beauty spot beauty spot beauty, beauty spot, spot. Beauty spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like all i'm doing um, is echoing what you say but yes yeah I mean, that's just normal all right so look let's go sure um it's quite interesting because because i use my airpods and then you've made me turn up the volume you really are quite shouting down my ears but anyway so, um that's fine no, that's that's okay, Claire. Mm-hmm. Inside voice, Claire. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's get going, Claire. Yes, I want to ask you a question. Yes, please do. Feel free. How how are you going, Claire? How are you doing, Claire? Look, in I'm the middle all, of this lockdown. I'm all right. I'm all right. Mm. I'm not great. I'm a bit bored. I'm a mm. bit. I do sort of feel a bit lost. Much more so than the first lockdown we went into, I think, just because yes, um, it just feels like the first one we were going to get on top of it and now we obviously haven't and so that's quite sort of mm-hmm. horrible in theory. I'm sure everyone has their own thoughts about why. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying not to do some of the things that I did in the last lockdown, like spend all my hard-earned money on, you know, mail-order clothes and things. Which yes, I haven't I've worn. stopped shopping. <laughs> which I haven't worn since the last one. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's just it's just boring and it's Groundhog Day, isn't it? It is. I mean, I literally some days don't know what day it is. I'm about to start a new mm. job, and um, I start it tomorrow as we record this, and that's a very strange feeling. You yeah. know, meeting meeting people remotely. You know, logging in remotely. It's all quite. It's all quite strange. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a lovely weekend, Claire, because I spent all last week packing up my kitchen because we we're meant to be having a kitchen reno. And, um, you know, it was just awful. Packing up a kitchen is horrendous. And we've sort of packed up the whole ground floor because we we're having it painted and blah, blah, and floors sanded, blah, blah. And um, on the, so Saturday morning, it was all done. The removalist came to put it into storage because we just don't have anywhere to store anything. Eight o'clock. So by nine o'clock, we're all done. And then at 11 o'clock, Gladys pulled the pin because she made everyone everyone <laughs> shut down tools. So we're sitting in a house, we're staring at each other. We've got one fork, I oh know, two forks, two knives, um, 
literally everything is packed away. Everything oh, is packed away. Oh, God. And will now be until everything opens up again and then they'll have to reschedule yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh, um, my current thing is, um, my current word is surrender. Right. Yeah, and that's a good one, I, I think, for this situation. Yeah, it's just like everything is so hard and just it just keeps coming at you, doesn't it? Yeah. So I'm just surrendering. I'm just like AA, one day at a time. Well, not AA because I'm drinking, obviously, but I'm just one day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one day at a time, you know. Yes. That's all you can do, isn't it? I know. Look, I really have embraced. It's so funny, actually, because I listened to this other podcast. I know. Call me crazy. How rude. <laughs> um, called Smartless, which is. Um, oh, yes. Yes. Young people. Jason Bateman and Will Arnett and oh that one yeah. sorry yes yeah. yes and um they have an ad on there for some whiskey company that they do a reading of and in the ad they go you know they want this whoever it is I think it I can't remember not an ad obviously um that, that <laughs> it, it's time to at six o'clock between six and seven it's time to shut off from work to home and to have just whatever this whiskey is as the drink to sort of you know show that you've gone from work day to home time and I'm like six o'clock's late it is late <laughs> I'll be having my first one at five if I'm having a drink look you know I like to have a drink with the chase or millionaire whichever one um I'm watching that day <laughs> my god we are the saddest people known to man <laughs> we are we are officially the saddest people um now I understand that you are quite filled with some hate towards some people <laughs> more than normal more I, than usual yeah yes. I'm just finding you know when you watch tv like I am not really a shout at the tv person my husband has been known yeah. to do that but lately I've just been shouting at my television over people breaking the covid rules mm. and people flouting the rules people who drive up to the Hunter Valley on holiday or people that you know go up to Queensland or removalists that drive to Melbourne I'm just so appalled by them all mm. and I stay at home but whatever your political views, whatever you think about having a liberal government, you know, New South Wales government, whatever you think about Gladys Berejiklian, whatever you think about, you know, people up mm. in anywhere, just do what you're told so that we can all get out of this. It's so annoying. It is annoying. And what about if you're on the streets and people haven't got their masks on oh, and yeah, stuff? How do you feel about that? I hate them all. And I hate them walking into me. I hate them getting too close in the supermarket, mm. even if they've got a mask on. And they're not standing mm. on a special spot. I get very angry. <laughs> you know who I hate? Um, I hate joggers. Oh yeah, because and also stop sweating on me. Don't stop sweat sweating on me, on me as you walk past, as you run past me. Just how dare you think it's appropriate to run around with your shirt off still oh, and sweating on yes, me? And I know. Oh, I know, Claire, I, um, honestly. I go for a walk in the park and it's very busy. It's like Piccadilly Circus in there at the moment. And the people come, the, I think, I've, have I spoken about this before? They come the wrong way around the park. Like there's kind of this unspoken rule that you walk around in a particular direction. And when people are walking the other way, it just blows my tiny mind. Do you know what? Maybe that maybe it's not. Maybe they're not locals. I'd say, I'd say they don't know what they're doing. I mean, mm. I'm try, I don't. But, I just find it really hard to walk past people at the best of times at the moment. Mm. So when they're when they're walking past all over the place, it just drives me bananas. Mm-hmm. I treated myself to a birthday walk um, at a 
a, a Sydney beach suburb that was within my 10Ks. Mm. And I just couldn't believe how I couldn't believe how many people were there. I couldn't believe how they were. Um, no one was wearing a mask. It was all it was all boomers as well. And it was just like, oh, God, you're so entitled. And um I just found the whole thing quite nauseating, actually. Yeah, it is. I was watching people yeah. outside cafes where I live just, like, not not putting on masks and in the queue. Yeah, and, like, and they're really? all sitting... Everyone's just sitting around having picnics and it's just, like, what the fuck do you think this is? I know. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I tell you, I'm going to write to my ombudsman. Well, I might write to do my favourite my favorite person in the world. Who's that? Kerry, Dr Kerry Chant. Oh, yes, you love her, don't you? I just think she's amazing. So she's our chief health officer in New South Wales. Yes, she's a legend. She's, she's an absolute legend. She really is. I love her. I can't get enough of are there her. Any little, are there, now, why do you love her? Because she sort of has that wonky glasses. She's obviously so exhausted, isn't she? And I then think that's sometimes why, because she's so tired and because, yeah. because she doesn't necessarily keep it together in the way that, you know, more a more polished media person yes. would she's just very real and love and she is i just like i like the fact that she's having as hard a hard time <laughs> i don't clearly i don't want her to have a hard time but i like the fact that she too is suffering through this and she really wants the best for everyone she just wants everyone to do yes. what they're told and then her glasses break and it, you know just she's yes. just she's just lovely i really like and her some, and she got something in her eye one day didn't yeah. she and, and yeah she's absolutely fantastic um it was a bit sad. I was read. Um, I was reading a Facebook post by Kerry um, Helen McCabe on Future Women, and she was saying that if you Google these high-profile women like Kerry Chant and the Jeanette, the the Queensland health lady, it just says, "Is Kerry Chant married? Yeah. Has Kerry Chant got children? Yeah. And all these like ridiculous. How old is Kerry Chant? And it's just." Nothing about like how amazing is Kerry Chan? I know, I know, it's so what, true. What professional um, qualifications Achievements does has Kerry she... Chan have? Yeah. How many awards yeah. has she won? Yeah, I wonder what they'd get I do if they thing... googled us. I dread to think, actually. Nothing I dread good. to think, Claire. Oh my God. <laughs> um, one thing she might be able to help us out with, Kerry Chan, is this this thing called pandemic brain. Oh yeah. Which they're saying they they are saying that. Um, our brains have really been affected by the pandemic and lockdowns and all of it. Um, you know, you're sort of distracted. This was a story in The Guardian um, yeah. by Kelly Maria Corduki. I have pandemic brain. Will I ever be able to concentrate again? And it's about um, basically how the pandemic has broken all our brains, which I think we've talked about before. We have. But it, I, I'm, I'm so much worse this time. I've got you know, and also I've been talking to the doctor about whether I've got perimenopause, but then all the pandemic brain stuff is the same as the perimenopause I stuff. Know. And at this point, at this point, I don't know whether I'm Arthur or Martha, you know. Well, also, I wonder if if you if it's like exacerbating it or whether one takes over the other. You know what I mean? Like, I can't tell anymore yeah. how much of my, yeah, my craziness and my panic and all that sort yeah. of stuff is 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 worsened because of it. But yes. yes, it's all melded into one. Yeah. Um, but there are yeah. some things that like they are medically saying that um, chronic stress can shrink your the size of your prefrontal cortex. So that's the bit that's responsible for memory and learning and all that kind of stuff. So chronic yeah. stress is bad for you for that reason. And then there are all these other things about um, 
like the, all the stress and everything is just compounds everything yes, over the time. Everything. You just end up sort of a big mess on the floor. A big, oh. a big puddle. Yeah. A big puddle. I mean, in the story, they have some ideas about what you can do, but um, but we thought there's all stuff we know. Sweat it out if you can. I suppose you've got to take advantage of that being allowed to go and do some exercise, but don't sweat on other people. No. Um, but it says that um, exercise can increase neuroplasticity. So that is actually like helping to grow your brain back essentially. So that's pretty yeah. important, I think. Uh, I don't yeah. know that plodding around a, a park, tutting at people walking in the other direction <laughs> is going to do much for that, but I'm willing to give it a go. Keep giving it, look, Alicia trying. <laughs> um, music, we've talked about before, increases oxyt oxytocin production. Yeah. Um, I mean, we love listening to music. Lowers the stress We're levels. Big, yeah. Um, I love a song. I love a sing song. Have you watched that new pop show on? Um, is it Stan? The oh new no! Show the, all about pop no, music. I haven't yet because it's a bit after my time. It's all those nineties boy bands and stuff, isn't it? They're not. It's not. Oh, really... we, no, I think no. It starts in the eighties. Oh, I hope so. In that case, I'll definitely. Oh watch yes, it. you mm -hmm. must. Mm -hmm. um, what else? Mindfulness and meditation. I mean, you shouldn't be doing that anyway, but. It's all sort of stuff we know, isn't it? Um, and the gratitude, I think, is the, the other thing that seems to be quite important, isn't it? Just being What have we got or... to be grateful for at the moment, though? You know, you've got... Well, you've, um... got a nice, you've got a house over your, a house over your head, a roof <laughs> over your head, true, and you've got a nice true, cat. True, 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 and true. you've got food. Um, I suppose it's just finding that little bit of joy and that little bit of contentment, isn't it, that, yes. that can make the rest of it bearable. Yes. Um, I actually... I actually read a really good thing about that, but I can't remember where I put it. <laughs> um, and what about this other story we liked, which came from the UK, but we've decided to apply it here. Um, oh, yes. This is Do Your casual, Friends. Yes. Sorry. Yes, you tell. No, no, no you tell. No, no. No, please, you, please, 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 you go. <laughs> well, Freedom Day in the UK was yesterday. <laughs> which was yeah. when all the restrictions ended for COVID, so they could go back to having a normal life in the UK, right? So they had all these yeah. stories in the paper about various Freedom Day things, how to know how to what to dress when you leave the house because people have forgotten, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But there was one thing which I thought was very appropriate here, which is do your friends pass the Freedom Friendship Test? Because I figured that the same thing will apply here and, and has done over the last year and a half since we've been in in and out of lockdowns and dealing with COVID, you know, has your friendship actually, you know, suffered? Yes. So there's a few ways that they've done this little thing where they're going to test it. So have you spoken? So if you haven't spoken to someone over this time, then maybe you're, they're not really a friend anymore. So, you know. Yes. But, I mean, they do allow you to let people off who are phone phobic, but who do text you. Yes. Okay. All right. I suppose that's true. I mean, I've got several friends who I probably haven't really spoken to, but I've texted. So that's okay. They can, yeah. phew, I bet they were worried there for yes. a second. Then do you ring them often, especially when news comes through that the dog had died or that, you know, something had happened, someone's job had gone or whatever, like, uh, um, and then they don't call you. So, you know, if you're if you're sort of keeping up with their news, but they're not re responding and doing the same, yes. giving you the same you know, treatment, then that's a bad sign. 
Do they recommend yes. TV shows that you couldn't stick at, which um, means it's disturbing? So have they been recommending terrible TV shows to you? And then, oh, yes. Or have they been ignoring your recommendations for TV shows? Either mm. or, that's a I minus. Get, I get very offended by that when people ignore my or, – or say – that was dreadful, that show. <laughs> and then the, thing, the funny thing is, like, all the shows are probably dreadful. Like, there's a high percentage of dreadful shows out there. It's just, and often you hate watch them. We'll go into that later on. But um, it doesn't mean to say that they're, that they're not worth watching just because you're watching it because no. it's so terrible. So um, what about, do you rush to see your friends when you can? Um, only you know, and then you find that they haven't been looking forward to seeing you as much as that as you've been looking forward to seeing them. So they've invited all their other friends over as well. So you don't. Oh that, yes, you know? no. I you hate, hate that. Don't you know you? I hate that. <laughs> you know I hate that. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about if there was a time when they said something that made you think that maybe they'd flaunted, flouted the rules slightly? Flouted the rules. So you know they said to them, "Oh well, you know they weren't the kids weren't supposed to travel, but we let them." Or you know. We drove yes. up to or the Central you've got, Coast. What about anti-vaxxers? Oh, about yes. Anti-vaxxers? That's even worse. That's mm. even worse. And another... I mean, each to their own, but I'm not hanging out with you if you're going to be an idiot. <laughs> each to their own, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one is, what if they can't... This is you. When they cancel because they said they've had a COVID contact and were isolating, and then they turn up Best at the pub... <laughs> <laughs> so absolute if, free pass to cancel yeah it is as long as they don't get spotted out the next day mm. yeah you don't want to get busted what mm. about i did love the um the, the office party that got busted in sydney yesterday and they were having drinks and cake and someone was passed out and it was like it's a monday guys <laughs> like... <laughs> i tell you what i want to work but on that very office naughty. yeah <laughs> yeah Naughty people. Naughty. Let's do some culture club. Culture club. Now we've got quite a bit, so let's whiz through. Whiz okay. through, Claire. Okay. You can what start. have you been watching? Oh, all right. Um, I watched a movie called Midsummer, which was on um, Netflix, I think. Um, and it's that yes. Florence Pugh, that lovely, you know her? She's very beautiful. Anyway, it's set in Sweden. Oh. And the picture of it on the on the screen before you go into it is her wearing a beautiful flower crown. And you go, oh, lovely Swedish loveliness. Oh, how beautiful. It's about a midsummer queen or something. But it is the most, the fucking most bizarro fucking weird film I have ever seen in my life about a cult, oh. a cult in Sweden. Um, is it subtitles? No, no. They're, in, oh, um, okay. they're Americans who go over to Sweden with their Swedish friend who says, come and, and stay in my village and um, we're like a commune and we we kind of do our own thing, whatever. And so they all go and stay there. Her um, Something's happened to her family, so she's a little bit kind of off kilter and needs a break, so she goes over as well. And then madness ensues it is the f- most bizarre movie i kept sitting there and i kept turning to my husband and kind of looking like what the fuck and he'd be like because he'd seen it before and he said oh i think you'll like it and then halfway through he went oh maybe you, maybe not so i i don't know that i recommend it but if you've got nothing All else right. to watch it's certainly um interesting i mean of course the scenery is beautiful because it's sweden and you know, sunny and lots of yes. lovely, good-looking blonde people. Then I've been watching, which the 
rest of the world is watching too. Lux Listing Sydney. Have you been watching it? Well, no, because I haven't got Prime. Um, it's Amazon Prime, isn't yes. it? And, um, yes. Um, I mean, obviously, if I, it's the kind of thing I would watch. Real estate. <laughs> it? It awful, is. awful people. Well, it's funny because when I first started watching... So my husband said to me, I'm surprised you're not watching Lux Listings. And I said, oh, I have my boundaries. And then he said, oh, yeah, well, okay, I don't know that you do. And then, of course, the next day I'd been watching three episodes already. (laughs) (laughs) My boundaries were firmly down. Um, And they're awful, but you kind of like them by halfway through because you kind of want them to sell the houses. The houses are amazing. But it's just so, yeah, it's just so, um, it's hilarious because they're driving around the east, they're all in the eastern suburbs of Sydney. And so you see them driving around the streets in their posh cars talking. But obviously, because there's only about three streets in Sydney that are posh enough, they have to, they're driving, all, like, they'll be going, <laughs> they look like they're going from Bondi somewhere and they go, I'll see you in Rose Bay in two minutes. And then next thing you know, they're driving in Watson's Bay. So they're obviously just driving round and round and round to make it look as if something's full of amazing houses. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's very um, zhuzhi, like it looks like the, one of those American reality shows, the way that it's filmed and everything. Um, That's the, fun. The, it's just hilarious. I mean, you know, this that, the house is going for like $50 million and things. Like it's no, you just can't believe it, can you? completely insane madness madness insane no i'm I'm hate watching it as i mentioned earlier there's a lot of hate watching going on so i'm enjoying it but i'm also enjoying it mostly because i can just kind of go oh my god that sounds quite pathetic is yeah you know it's better than a slap in the head it sure is and and we've both been watching the white lotus haven't we on foxtel yes there's only there's only two episodes on binge right I've only watched the first one. Yeah, there's two now. Okay, I think, yes. So it's um, set in Hawaii, which is quite fun. Um, Hawaii actually just ends up looking just like Fiji. Anyway, um, <laughs> and Connie Britton's in it, who we loved from Nashville. And um, there's only, I think there's only a few episodes all up. It's the new HBO. It's sort of a satire slash um, whodunit, isn't it? Because yeah. all these people go to this resort and you know from the first five minutes that somebody's died. So, but we don't know who's died. Yeah. Um, because it sort of goes into a flashback then. So we're waiting to find out who's died and who did who's it. run off with someone, who yeah. did it, who it's I mean, so far I'm quite into it, I have to say. What about you? Well, I just love the there's an Australian guy called Murray Bartlett who's in it, who's been Who is in, amazing. He's just been he plays the manager of the resort and he just like yeah. he's the star of the show. He's just absolutely hilarious. So he I just loved him funny. immediately. Um, yes, and Jennifer Coolidge is in it, who yeah. was Stifler's mum, and yeah. she's pretty. She's good, isn't she? Yeah, she's um, great. She's she's very and, funny. And Connie Britton plays this um, sort of CEO Wonder Woman, and she's got this teenage daughter who's brought this friend on holiday, and they are so magnificently bitchy and nasty. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's all quite. It's very fun. It is very fun, and yeah. it's kind of, it's clever, and it's obviously it's kind of. Um, it's got its tongue firmly in its mouth. Like, you know, they know what they're doing. Cheek, they're, they're yeah. very, it's very good. But honestly, Murray Bartler, I could watch him. I don't know. I mean, he's been in lots of things. He's been around for years, but he's just, this is just, mwah, chef's kiss. Mwah. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss for Murray. Yeah. Um, 
Now, I have watched the Belle Gibson documentary, which is on um, ABC iView. Did you watch it? No, I didn't watch it, but I might do It's now. a BBC, yeah, honestly, what, for 40, I mean, it doesn't say much more than we already know. Belle Gibson's the um, notorious fraudster who managed to convince everyone that she had brain cancer. Um, and then she set up, She was. Uh, it was called The Whole Pantry, and it was one of the first apps and one of the she was one of the first wellness influencers on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So it's a B, and then she sort of got found out that she never had cancer and that she was a serial liar. Um, she was basically saying that she was curing her cancer by eating yes. all this food and stuff, right? As well. Yes, by eating by clean eating. So yeah. it's sort of this this BBC doco goes into the whole wellness um, industry and the and the clean eating, um, which seems to have died a death, thank God. Um, but it is, it, even though you know most of it, just watching it again is so fascinating. And what's, what I do like is that they call out all the people who supported her without doing due diligence. Right. And it's such a good reminder that um, people can just make up any old shit, can't they? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she, she is, I mean, I've just got this little obsession with her. How did she get away with it? It's, And who is she? Why Why did you do that? I, I think it's attention, isn't it? It must be attention-seeking in the yeah. highest order. But it's also, um, and it is amazing because you don't necessarily know that they think they can get to where they get with those stories. They just, it's like it has takes on a life of its own. And yes. then they don't know how to keep up with it themselves as well. Don't know how to stop. Yeah. 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 So it's very interesting. And also when you say about the due diligence, it's so interesting, isn't it? Because at the time, like all of those kind of all the young and this is no disrespect really to journalists at all, but like yeah, all those young journos who would have written stories about her and would have just been allowed yeah. to publish anything, you know. Yeah. Now they wouldn't be allowed to do that. Like the, it, But I mean at the same time at the same time, you had Apple and Penguin, yeah. two of the biggest media companies yes. in the world. So, yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. amazing, amazing. Um, now you you have been reading a book. Yeah, I'm reading the Paper Palace by Miranda Cowley yes. Keller, um, and yes. it is a Reese with a spoon book club book. Yes, um, I think I saw it on Zoe Foster Blake's. Instagram, but oh. I'm not sure. I might not have. I don't remember where I saw it. Anyway, I saw it on Reese. Right. I saw Reese. Reese did it on Instagram. It's really, really good. I'm loving it. It's because it at the start you think it's just this sort of um story about this woman who's on holiday in her family's um lake house in upstate New York, whatever, and it's all very you know, they live this lovely life and the family's there and then they're ex- a boyfriend from years ago is there with his his wife and they've been stayed friends forever and ever and you know then they something they have sex and so there's this this all this sort of torrid stuff about how she's been in love with him for years right so you think it's this story but then there's so much more to it that is just quite there's a there's a shocking secret but it's not in that real it's done so well it's really literary it's not just sort of cheesy it's really, really good. I loved. I'm loving every. I don't want it to end. I love all the characters. Oh. I'm really invested in them. I don't don't know if I want her to leave her husband for this guy or not. But I, you know, just it's great. Yeah. I love it. Well, I have um, downloaded the first few chapters, but because I've got pandemic brain, I can't actually read anything at the moment. No. So I will give it another go. Yes. No, I insist. 
I insist. I insist because I think it's right. it's a kind of book that you would really like. Yes. Okay. Mm. Well, thank you. Well, that was Culture Club. Now, Beauty Spot. Beauty Spot. Beauty Spot. Beauty Spot. Beauty Spot. I um, got given some lovely products from my big sister, my London listener, big sister Moira. Hello, Moira. Um, we should call her Moira. Because that's her, her name. That's her name. She sent them to me for my birthday in lockdown. Mm. And I've never heard of this made before, and I thought I knew everything. So it's called <laughs> Raw Remedy, R-O-H-R Remedy, and it's Australian Bush Medicine Skincare. Ooh, you love all that stuff, don't you? Love all that stuff. Absolutely fantastic. Really? Can't recommend. Oh my god, it's just all you know, organicy, naturally. Lots of Australian, um, like lily pilly, kakadu plum, gumby gumby. You know, all these Australian bush native products. Um, You're my little gumby gumby. Oh. Thanks, Claire. <laughs> I very, very much recommend. I'm very enjoying using them, especially as, and a, a, Sorry. again, I don't know if this is a meno thing or a just lockdown thing. I My skin is so dry. I yeah. can't get it undry, Claire. I think it's also because we're going out walking every day and it's cold, but I do think that it's yes. definitely meno skin as well. Like There's definitely that happens to you as you go through the process. Yes, and, it, and then the nice house, but then you've got your heating on in the house as well, which probably doesn't help. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I just keep keep pouring stuff onto me, and I still look like a wrinkled up old prune. So oh, I don't well. know. Welcome, help to... me, Claire. Help well, me. Welcome to the wonderful world of getting older. Um, I've been using this yeah. um, right. hair products called Kine or Kin. I'm not sure how you pronounce how you pronounce it. K Y N. Yes which you can get in Priceline here. It's American, um, and it's so great. You know how I love The Ordinary and Revolution and all those mm-hmm. things? It's, it's sort of similar looking to those kind of little bottles with droppers, um, but it's for your hair, hyaluronic acid for your hair that's supposed to plump up your hair and make it all shiny and lovely, and, and a hemp oil, which is good for um, making your um, hair all hydrated and, and also as a scalp treatment. Now, I read about them somewhere bought them from Priceline they're like $18 a bottle so and they're not just, an ad not an ad um but they're really well, we good. love a scalp treatment don't yeah we? really good especially and also I find given the weather and everything too my scalp's a bit dry and stuff mm. as well same same skin issues as ever anyway there you go that's my very tip. good hmm. well um that's the end of Beauty Spot this week, but mm. we've got a new section. <laughs> it's called... What are we going to call... There's no place like home. There's no place, There's no like, place home. like home. There's no place like home. Um, <laughs> I have... Because um, my whole house is in storage, and so it's quite a weird thing because all the furniture's gone into storage. So now I've got this empty blank canvas... Um, and even though the furniture should come out of storage, I'm like, that furniture's never coming back. Yeah. Um, so now I have gone down a massive Temple and Webster hole, rabbit hole, and become obsessed. Absolutely. I've even started doing a pin board on Canva, oh, yeah. of, um, a mood board, and oh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing else to do. So I'm just looking at furniture the whole time. And I've become a bit obsessed with the whole home, you know, redoing your home thing. So I like this story you sent me. 
Yeah, so it's Matthew Williamson, who's the fashion designer. Yes. Um, he's not a fashion designer anymore, I don't think, but he is now an interior and homewares designer, so you could mm-hmm. trust him. So um, he has a collection of furniture, fabrics, wallpapers, lighting and accessories, and it says here that his aesthetic remains bold, joyful and full of stylish juxtaposition, and those things are very important. I love juxtaposition as in I love different oh. colors and you know different fabrics and you know I like all that sort of yes like a bit haphazard I, I don't mind that nor do you he's not a new he's not a neutral he's not a he? neutral he's, he's not he doesn't pair it back no. he's not a minimalist no so no. he says and you're he's right, a maximalist yeah maximalist he says create a mood board which you have done mm-hmm. um and Board the images up, know your style, and seeing it reflecting reflected back at you from a board is a valuable and fun thing to do. So you're good. Be clever with colour, he says. Yes. So find colours you like and having it mixed to order will make your space unique. So that's interesting because instead of just going... Mm, I with, like that. Yeah, going... So don't limit yourself to a paint chart. That's nice. So if you like a scarf or something that, you know, you love the colours of, just try and match the colours, which I thought was nice. But he said... My go-to trick when combining different colours in a room is to contrast warm and cool tones. Think soft, chalky blue-green walls with the hot pink details. Now, doesn't that sound fabulous? It does sound fabulous. I don't know whether Timmy, your husband, would go for that, but I do like yeah, it. He, yeah, he wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but Matthew said to me, then gather, group and display. So he's saying um, you do it with... Um, What's he saying here, really? He's just saying, like, put things together. So you do it with your books or your wardrobe or your food. So always think about what you can do and change it whenever you want to. So don't worry about rearrange things as you want to. So if you yes, one day you I decide you don't that. like Yeah. Yeah, because he was saying that um, don't feel that a, a room's done. No. And that's it. You never touch it again. You keep playing with it, keep yeah. moving stuff around. Yeah. So I did enjoy that. He said mix, yeah. mix prints, so be bold and brave with pattern. It doesn't mean you can't yes. be refined and considered, which is so true. But a floral with a stripe is a classic combination, and adding some animal Ooh. print will bring a chic, accomplished look. Now, I think that generally about anything. Yes, of animal print. anything. Goes <laughs> um, a long way. Yes. And accessorise with lights which I think is lovely. He said he's got eight lights in his living room on on the same dimmer switch, so table, lamps and wall sconces. Um, a, a lot of shade. lights. Yeah. And actually, lighting is very expensive. It, it would cost a lot of money to do that. Well, you could do um, IKEA lamps and things. You know. Yeah, but then you'd have... But he's talking about having it all so that they come oh, on yeah. at different... Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, but you could do a cheap version of what he's doing. Then um, good-looking yeah, storage. Right. He says he says things like having your storage there and then having things like a nice box that has your light bulbs in it. So instead of just having the light bulbs in the cupboard, you put them in a nice box in the cupboard so that everything is not so mm. mundane, which is, which is nice but probably not crucial. Add magic. <laughs> well, you know, like you, you've got to put your light yes. bulbs somewhere. Collect mirrors, he says. Add magic with mirrors. Um so oh. he just thinks that's nice. It gives opens up narrow hallways and dark rooms, brings charm and character to an empty wall. Does also give you a fright in the middle of the night when you go and get a drink of water sometimes. So <laughs> he doesn't say that. I've just I've just been <laughs> often made myself jump. 
Um, spruce, <laughs> spruce up wood by painting it. So he loves glossy, strong bolts of colour on, on his... There's a picture here yes. of the yellow chair, which is lovely. They're absolutely lovely. It made me want to go and paint all my wooden chairs. Yeah, and then he just said, just do whatever you want, basically. So... Yeah. No one's going to see your house until you, unless you invite them in. So you can do your own brief and do your house the way you want it because it's up to you. It's up to you. It's your house. Do your what you house, like. Do what you bloody like. Stop complaining. Yes. That's yes. It. That's it from Matthew. Um, thank you, Matthew. Um, and then I, my contribution to Home Sweet Home is I think I found the best glass house candle ever. It's a limited edition and it's called Rich and Famous. Oh, yes. And what does it, it smell of? What does it smell of? Top notes, butterscotch, caramel, coffee, mocha, rum. Ooh. Middle notes, spices, chocolate and nuts. Ooh. And the base notes are cream, nut, spice and vanilla. I've got to tell you, it is perfect for these troubled times drink. Uh. Um, it just, oh my God, it is, it just, it's, it's like swimming through a sort of chocolate, spicy caramel. Oh, it's just deli- it's like being in Willy Wonka's delicious. chocolate factory. Yeah, it is. It's and it's but it's not too sweet because I don't like sweet and it's not too vanillary either, which is good. But it is absolutely fantastic. Oh. But do you know how much a limited edition glass house candle is? Yeah, they're quite pricey, aren't they? Over fifty bucks, aren't they? They're fifty-five bucks. Yeah, but look. As we've said before, as we've said before, Claire, glasshouse candles are really good because they smell really strong. Yeah. Um, And you know, and also, if you need a candle, treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. And if you honestly, if you're in lockdown, I can't recommend this candle enough to just bring a little smile to your dial. I think, like you know, what we can't if we're not going on holiday and we're not doing anything apart from sitting at home. Then, and you, if you've got 50 bucks that you can spend on something frivolous, just do it because it will make you feel so good if it's a candle or a lipstick, even. I know we're not going out, but you know, those little things that are treats that are little delights for your personal happiness are so important, I think. So important, agree, mm, Claire. Mm. Like you, you're my little treat for personal happiness. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that made me laugh. Awesome. Or something like that. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, look, let's go. Let's leave now. Okay. So thank you very much. Good luck with your new job. Thanks. Mm. We'll speak soon. Yeah. And take care, everybody. Yeah. Come to the PDAs, which is our Facebook group. Tell us what you want us to talk about or give us your own things that, you know, are relevant or not relevant. We don't care. We love irrelevance. We're not relevant. Let's face it. Um, and we'll talk Babylon to you next week. Yeah.